Welcome to Reading and Ranting, where we read obsessively and rant about life in our 20s. I'm Mia. And I'm Carly. Whether you're book obsessed like us, figuring out where you are in your book journey, or just simply trying to watch less TikToks, this is the podcast for you. And of course, we will use this time to rant about our latest trials being young adults, including, but not limited to, horrible hinge dates, our mental health, and what zodiac sign we think our favorite book characters would be. So to tell you guys a little bit about us and how we met, if only we had met when we were both hooking up with the same boys at the University of Texas at Austin. Hook em. We could have started this journey a long time ago, but alas, we did meet at our corporate nine to five. Yeah, I mean, who knew when I met Mia for the first time at a work happy hour that we'd be blacking out together on weekends and recommending fantasy smut to each other. Yeah, but I just knew the moment that I let Carly borrow my precious, precious copy of A Court of Thorns and Roses, and she later finished it in two days, that we were kindred spirits. Plus the fact that I'm an Aries and she's a Leo. But enough about that, or enough about us. We're Chronic Over Shares, and you'll definitely expect to hear more, so let's get into it. So I think something that we have to talk about is how in our childhoods we were obsessive readers and this kind of pipeline of gifted children to being burnt out and then now rediscovering our love of reading and developing a fantasy smut obsession. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to say a little bit about my own experience with reading, I loved reading, like, my parents used to get complaints from my teachers. They'd be like, Carly is a great student, but she needs to stop reading during class time. Like, I was obsessed. I was a Percy Jackson girl, Harry Potter, Twilight, fan fiction, like, obsessed. Like, I was obsessed with fan fiction. Just, like, literally, like, was on fanfiction.net so often. It was, like, insane, especially for, like, a 12-year-old girl. Anyways. I know. This is something that we've talked about so much and that we have so much in common because we had such parallel childhoods and then we've now grown into adults with like these similar niche interests and I think that the fan fiction from the age of like 11 to 13 was just really formative for like many women in our society today and it's not spoken about enough yeah it's definitely not I think I felt really alienated as a child because I only had a couple of friends that were reading fan fiction and really into these books but other than that I kind of felt embarrassed and I didn't want anyone to know about it because it was just embarrassing for some reason to be such a book nerd and be so obsessed with these characters. On that note, I as a child was also the weird kid, like stayed inside at recess to read and do chores for my teacher, like total teacher's pet. Um, And that led to me also using books as a way to escape. But yeah, looking back, I think that it's really sad that as a child, I even recognized that like reading, which was something that brought me so much joy, was like frowned upon by the people around me or that like I was the weirdo for like wanting to read um, and being obsessed with books and fan fiction and storytelling and writing. I wrote my own fan fiction starting at the (laughs) age of 11. I still need Mia to show me this fan fiction because I heard it was great. Um. I've literally never (laughs) told Carly. I had 13,000 followers followers on fanfiction.net I wrote about it in my application to sixth grade as the achievement that I was the most proud of wow my jaw literally just dropped because I did not (laughs) know that until right now Um, but yeah Mia what was your reading journey like as you grew up 
Yeah, well, to be honest, after my childhood, I got super burnt out from high school and college. I went to a really competitive high school. I had a lot of personal things happening that led to like some really severe mental health challenges. And then entering college, I felt like I didn't really have time to read for pleasure, you know, between balancing schoolwork, building a social life, moving out on my own for the first time. Um, it is kind of sad looking back now because I think that it would have been so beneficial to maintain reading as a hobby because it's something that I've loved so much throughout my life and it's brought me so much joy. Um, but I've also always loved reading as a form of escape, like to become so immersed in a world, falling in love with the characters, feeling like you're with them on their journey. Um, and so that's what I'm looking for as a reader. Like that's what I, that's what I love reading for. Yeah, I totally agree with you there, Mia. I had a similar experience where I grew up in a town um, where we have a very competitive schools. And even though I loved reading, I would say up until high school, I was a reader and then it kind of just fell off. I became so consumed with being the perfect student, getting a 4-0. I had all this pressure on myself from my family. I wanted to live up to expectations. My sister was super smart and I, you know, didn't want to be fall behind and be the not as smart sibling. Um, so then in college too, like I didn't have a great social life in high school. So I really, you know, became consumed with that in college, which was a great thing. Like I had never experienced having friends who I truly, really loved and really like had a lot of similarities to, but I just think same thing if I had had books when I was going through a lot of mental health struggles as I did in high school and early college, it would have helped me so much. Um, but I think, you know, everything happens for a reason and I'm just glad we both were able to rediscover this for ourselves. No, seriously. I think that the only books that I read in college were actually self-help books. So shout out to my girl, Brene Brown. Um, she really got me through some tough times. <laughs> Speaking of tough times, Mia, I'm going to be direct here. It's the elephant in the room that we need to address. There's a reason why both of us got into reading, but I'll let Mia kind of take it away. Oh God. Well, I'll spare you the gory details, but this is a literal shout out to my ex for giving me a reason to rediscover my love of reading. So right after a pretty serious breakup last fall, I landed on Book Talk. And I think about a week and a half after this breakup is when I picked up A Court of Thorns and Roses. Um, and you know, I had seen it on Book Talk where after my breakup, I kind of just landed on Book Talk by happy accident. And I had read by this point, I had read The Song of Achilles and I had loved it. And so I was like, oh, if this is all over Book Talk, you know, the book looks really good. I already love fantasy. I love Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, like Aragon, Harry Potter, like all of that has been my vibe like my entire life. And so I was like, okay, yeah, you know, this book could be it. So I picked up the book. I literally was initiated into the cult of Sarah J. Mass so fast. I finished book one of Actar, ran straight to Barnes and Nobles the same day, and bought the hundred dollars collector's edition yeah. set. I love you committed. Books. Even just by the next book, you were like, "I'm committing to the full series." Absolutely. I and I literally the cashier was like, "Oh my god! Like I'm so excited you're starting the series." I was like, "Yeah, I literally just finished book one. Like I need the rest of this right now." She was like, "Oh my god, girl! I'm so excited for you." And I was like, "Yes." Akatar is like the drug that like you're like it's like you need to overdose on it like you need yeah. to overdose like it's so addicting and so you know 
I was going through this breakup and I definitely used these books as an escape, but they did also help me process. Like I finished the entirety of the Massiverse, so all of Sarah J. Mass's books in one month, immediately post my breakup, but it really got me through it and it reminded me, oh my God, I have so much time now that I'm not in this relationship to develop my own hobbies and to get back into things that I loved and to spend time by myself yeah. doing things that I enjoy. Yeah, I mean, it's like developing your own passions because if you were still with your ex, you probably would have just spent so much time like lying around just like chilling with him, which is like nice. You know, it's always nice to have a significant other to do that with. But like imagine being productive and doing something like reading and pursuing a passion and a hobby. Like that sounds great to me yeah. versus like just sitting around with like an ex-boyfriend or a boyfriend. So. I mean, I had a similar experience as well. Like, you know, me and Mia, for some reason, our breakups kind of just happened in the same span of months. And um, Mia had told me about this book. Like, I remember you talked about it during a work happy hour. I did. And I you, did. And it wasn't even like, which is so funny, like just thinking about like you talking about Akatar at a work happy hour. But I don't even think you really spoke about it directly to me. But I was kind of having like, a mental health crisis where I just felt like TikTok and social media were like affecting my mood and my mental health. So I deleted the apps, but I needed something to keep me busy. And I think I texted Mia or asked her at work. I was like, what book were you talking about again that you were like raving about? Cause I was like, that sounds so like something I'd be interested in. Like she kind of talked about it. I was like, Oh, I like fantasy. I like romance. Read the first book. I was hooked. Like, I think I ordered it on Amazon because I was flying back to Austin. I think it was coming from New York or something where I'm from and ordered it like same day delivery, basically got back, started it. It was like hooked. I brought the book to the office and literally finished it during lunch because I had to know what happened. Like was sitting at my desk, like making sure that like no one saw me. I was like peeking at it as much as I could. No. And I'm fully like looking over at Carly and like watching her face the entire time. Like, no spoilers yet, but, like, the ending, I was just waiting for her to get to those final few pages, and when it happened, her face lit up, and I was like, we gotta go to the break room, we gotta go talk yeah. about this. Yeah, <laughs> no. Um, so, that's basically where my love of reading began, and I think I was actually, like, still in my relationship when I started the books, but when I met Mia, she introduced me back into my love of reading, and I haven't looked back since. Well, all right, enough about us for now. You guys will get to know plenty of the gory details of our lives later. Now, moving on to our favorite portion of our podcast, today's rant is going to be about rediscovering your identity. Carly, I'll let you take it away. Why, thank you, Mia. I definitely think this is super important, especially in your 20s after you graduate college. I know For me, I was so consumed with just social life in a good way during college, but I kind of just lost my own identity and basically just did what everyone else did um, because I was, I guess, too scared to really go off on my own. Like It literally gave me anxiety to think about going to a social setting where all my friends weren't there because I either felt like I was going to be missing out on something if I wasn't with the rest of them or vice versa. So that was just point A, like, kind of having to realize that I am my own person. No one else is going to dictate my life for me. But especially post-breakup, I realized having a boyfriend, it was so easy to rely on hanging out with him. And it just made it so much harder to spend time alone. But keep in mind, I was so independent growing up. This was my first boyfriend I had ever had. 
I was so independent. I literally said to my mom one time, I don't know if I'll ever have a boyfriend because I love being alone too much. And then somehow I did find someone that I didn't mind not being alone. And it kind of just flip-flopped where I forgot who I was. I remember in those first few days after breakup, I just felt like I couldn't sit in my apartment alone. I literally made a point to go to every single one of my friend's apartments to talk about the breakup and what happened, but also just because I wanted company. And it's been so futile to kind of realize that I have to learn how to be alone again. Yeah. And I mean, I had the exact same discoveries and I'm still going through these discoveries because I think that rediscovering parts of your identity is also akin to building your identity. And that's all about like what your early 20s and really your whole life is about. Um, Sometimes I hate when like you feel like you have to have your entire life and shit together in your 20s because like that's not true. Like no one has their shit together. No, we're all we're all drowning out here, to be honest. (laughs) And if you see otherwise, it's fake. Yeah. Um, and so connecting with yourself again is like, I do think a very important part of that journey. So like for me and my healing journey, um, you know, coming out of college and coming off of a fresh breakup, I had to also discover how to be alone again, but I also remembered how much I loved being on my own and being by myself and spending time with myself and investing in myself. Um, and so reading is just one of those many things that has helped me reconnect with my myself and all of my previous hobbies that I hadn't made time for when I was prioritizing a relationship and a boy and I can tell you I will never be fucking doing that again no no um we'll be prioritizing our fictional boyfriends um but completely agree with you there Mia I think rediscovering this love of reading it was part of my identity for so long and I think yours too where being single and having just this point in my life where Mia was there she introduced Akatar. it just like sparked everything and you know obviously breakups are hard rediscovering your identity is even harder but it just made that transition honestly a little easier it just kind of reigniting this passion that I had and it made me excited I loved waking up every day and knowing I could read the next chapter um and I just think healing my inner child was so rewarding and just developing a love for the hobbies that you once had loved and kind of forgot about. It's like, have you, did you ever watch Sharkborn Lava Girl where there's the dream graveyard? Yes. Like, <laughs> total twist there, but I loved that movie and I feel like reading was my dream graveyard and I, I, I got back there. We got back there and we got back there together. And I think that that's the other beautiful thing that reading and getting back into reading has also brought me like such a joy of community because now when I talk to other people who are reading the same books that I've read or have read books that we've both connected with in the past, even if it was years ago, or we're just both readers, like we identify as readers and are into books and we like books and we like book recommendations, even if we don't like the same things. It's such a joyous, welcoming community to be a part of and having friends and people that you can go to like Carly and our other friends and we've met friends of friends and introduced each other's to all of these books that we're reading. And so just being able to like go talk to your friends about these mutual interests when it is a really niche interest it's just such a special feeling and such a, bo- a nice bond to have. Yeah. It doesn't even need to be post-breakup. Like, if you want to get your boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, whoever into books and what you're reading, go for it. I just think the community aspect is so important, and it's really important to be independent and re- rediscover your identity, but you know, joining a community too. I felt like I isolated myself so long just with my boyfriend or 
for a while, I isolated myself just by myself and I wasn't sharing my hobbies and my interests with other people out of embarrassment. I'm not even super sure, but it's been so rewarding to finally find a friend like Mia and others who just make me feel like I can talk about it so openly and they care about what I have to say. On the next episode of Reading and Ranting, we'll be deep diving into the series that started it all, A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass. If you haven't read it, spoilers are ahead, but do yourself a favor and go out and buy it. But rest assured, we have a rant prepared and will be trauma dumping on each other as per usual. Plus, we are always looking for book recs, so if you have a suggestion, please shoot us a DM on TikTok at Reading and Ranting Pod or email readingandrantingpod at gmail.com. Happy reading. Until next time, besties. Bye.